0: Hello and welcome to The Narrow Gate. This is Orly, your host. This is episode 23 of The Narrow Gate and in this episode we will be looking at step three in our series of healing, growth and transformation. So before I begin, I want to apologize for the delay in coming um, back to you. Uh, It's been a while since I've been with you. I was looking back, it was just 7th of June was my last podcast where I interviewed the lovely Cameron Shadrach I recommend you listen to that it's an excellent life story and testimony Um, and Cameron is uh, leading a really really interesting life for anyone who would like to follow that I'd recommend it and then my last newsletter was on the 22nd of June so that's almost two months now I don't normally leave it so long but I've been through a lot recently and I even have a little bit of a cold now but I put that down to the result of the challenges I've been going through lately it's been an interesting season for me but it hasn't been an easy season I'm not going to go into detail but I do like people to know why I'm not here because my intention is to continue with the narrow gate and writing um, but I have to get things in alignment for my life as well. So um, this is the reason I'd also want to mention is why I'm not charging is because I haven't made a 100% commitment at the beginning. My goal was to do this every Sunday but I haven't been able to keep that up due to my own life circumstances so I apologize for that but because it's still free I feel that's okay when I start to charge which is what people do on Substack um, just subscription fees just to help with our the time that we use in doing the podcasts or the writing but I'm not doing that now because I haven't made a fall commitment but if I charge then I will have that commitment and accountability where i will have to show up if i say i'm going to show up so um so enjoy it while it's free i will come when i can and i'll always let you know what's happening and if it ever has to end uh god will guide me and i will inform people i'm i'm not the kind of person just to disappear especially if i started something um you know, if if God leads me to stop writing or doing the podcast, then I would write in, in a short newsletter and say that I'm leaving. So that's how it is with me, anyone who's following. And I have seen that some people have joined and I'm really, really uh, grateful to you for joining. So what's been happening with me, just briefly, I, this journey of discernment of the will of God for my life, it took me back to Asia for a few months. I went to um, Malaysia where I had been before and I really <coughs> I really like Malaysia, I have a quite a good connection with that country I like the people, I feel at peace there I feel God uses me there and that's something I'm also learning when I go to different countries is it's not really about the country, I was saying this to my brother yesterday Um. I'm beginning to see, you know, when you go to some place and you don't feel that God's really, you're not that fired up about it or you don't feel that excited about it. I still share the gospel if anyone asks me or whatever, but uh, I've learned that it's really about God's calling. You know, I went to France and I didn't get any connection in France and I thought that France would have been the place for me. I'm sharing this for you as well when you're discerning the will of God for your life, Sometimes you just go to a place and it's just not right for you. And God, the gospel is to be shared everywhere, but not everyone is suitable to the people that they go to. So maybe I wasn't that suitable to the French. I don't know, or maybe the timing wasn't right. But I spent a lot of time in France and I didn't get really much opportunity to really feel that was a good place for me so i went to asia again malaysia as i say is a great country i went to bali bali was wonderful and met some amazing christians there and i think that really blessed me and cameron was one of them and her husband jason and their lovely children but also the church they introduced me to was wonderful and i also met other people in other churches and mission groups so i i was very active there in a short space of time so I now see Bali as a place that where God would use me also. So um, that's what I've been discerning. I came to the UK for different reasons, mainly because of my business. I was thinking about setting up my business here. But I also like to come here, one, because I lived here for eight years. So I have some memories of living in England and I'm familiar with the country because of that. Also because of the language after being living in countries where i didn't speak the language it was quite a challenge for me i get tired of uh, you know not being able to have good conversations with people so i enjoy my time when i'm in england and but this time has been extremely challenging and i wasn't prepared for it so um my advice is don't ever get too complacent and never think that everything is going to be easy all the time you would think that coming to England would be easy for me, speak the language, been here before, I'm from Ireland, not far from here. You would imagine that it would actually be easier, but I actually found in Asia it was easier for me, so you never do know where your challenge is going to come because that's just life (laughs) so but without going into it I just want to say it was quite a tough and challenging time for me here in the UK it was difficult and at the moment I'm sort of at the other side of it and that's why I know I caught a cold after it but I think that's usually the way it is with me I don't know about other people with healing or I share these things as well and also from my nursing background I've noticed with me if I've been under a lot of pressure a lot of stress or a lot of spiritual warfare um, in the time that it's happening or or if you're in a crisis or someone is dying in your family uh, We have to, by human nature, keep going. So, what we have to do is take all our energy and all our resources to deal with the challenges and to face them and be there. And so, thankfully, we have those reserves within us that keep us going in the hard times. And I faced those times here in England and I wasn't ready for it, but I was able to pull on those resources and pray to God to keep me going through it. So, um, As I said, I'm not going to go into the details of it, but I will say that God did not deliver me as quickly as I would have liked. Um, I would say that my thought on that was that um, God allows these things to happen sometimes because we know that God can deliver us from anything, at any time. So I was aware that maybe there was something I needed to learn in it so I you know I don't question God now why is this happening oh why did this happen to me I mean I am past that those things are a waste of time the the question was what do I need to learn and how am I going to get to the other side of this so I did get to the other side of it and I hope I learned my lesson So, moving into the episode, I like to say that I like to practice what I preach and what I learned from my own situation there was that I needed to take personal responsibility for my part in the difficulty that I found myself in Um, and also taught me how to pray (laughs) better. (laughs) Okay, so... Um, Let's get started then. So this episode is called Staying on the Path to Healing and Transformation. So uh, if you haven't been following along, I recommend that you stop now and go back and look at the last two episodes, because I'm only doing three simple steps here for anyone who's really not really um, on a healing journey or they're on one, but it's all undefined. in three steps, I just... Um, can sort of maybe keep it tighter so that if you ever go off track, you just go back, oh, all right, three simple steps. I can follow that. So this is the third step. The third step is making a commitment to the journey. Okay, so anyone who's been following, that's where you're at, and that's great. So um, in the newsletter, you can look back. I put the other two episodes, 22 and 21. The last one, let's just quickly review very quickly step one was about mental emotional physical healing and dealing with our emotional baggage because we do know that even physical health has emotional and spiritual um uh, things behind it so we need to deal with this if we want to go forward in our life and just have a peaceful life with decent relationships be able to carry out your work be responsible for your finances all the things that we all have to deal with as adults in life in that episode or the newsletter and um, there's a list of questions just simple questions to ask yourself and the questions are about how you are today where you are today because in order to start on a healing journey well you have to know to get your you know, to go from a to b you have to know where a is and my A is different to your A. So, um, you know, you need to look at yourself and where are you at? And where are your problem areas? So there's some simple questions in there to define that. And if you read through them, you'll be able to sit down, and write it in a journal and take a personal inventory of where you're at in your life and where you want to go. Um, so this is to start the healing journey of your emotions. Step two, second episode. Um, This one is called How to Stop Getting Drawn into Painful Drama and Find Peace of Mind at Last. This is the one about taking personal responsibility for your life, but um, I'm talking about the emotional side, but we have to take personal responsibility for every part of our life. Not just the emotions, but how we show up every day in life, our work Um, how we act, how we behave, how we speak to others, all of that. So, um, but this one is episode two. It's really about you observing yourself again, but it's about your personal healing so that you have peace of mind and that you're not hurt all the time. So I had seasons in my life where I used to feel hurt a lot. And I think my mind wasn't very clear as to why I was being hurt or how I could change that or you know who wants to go around feeling painful painful and hurt well I will say that a lot of it was to do it on I was unaware I didn't know about boundaries I didn't know that some of the people in my life were actually really bad for me they weren't very encouraging they weren't very supportive um you know it's like you know, and I also didn't know that, you know, just because you're nice to someone, that doesn't mean that they're going to be nice back. <laughs> I mean, I'm going back a few years now. I mean, I'm not like that today. But, you know, when you're young and you're innocent, you don't know too much about life and you're a Christian and you think, oh, I should be nice. God told me to be nice, so i will be nice. And then you get people who are just just taking advantage so that can be painful and difficult so I have to learn to deal with that and I have dealt with it but there might be many people out there who have not and I don't know how to deal with it well the first step is to observe yourself this is why I say if you follow me get yourself a journal and take notes and then do it when you're alone observe your reactions observe how you are. I'm not going into detail. This is just, you can listen to that episode. Okay, so that basically is all about coming out of the drama, moving into a more peaceful, joyful life and becoming more of the real you, the real happy you, which is the new creation. And that you also learn how to be alone and not to be so dependent on other people for um, validation. So... This is why healing is so good when you have a relationship with God because you say, Okay, I need to get away from those people. Imagine if you didn't have a God, where would you go? You'd be alone, and that is a fear for people. Nobody wants to be alone, nobody, but as a Christian, you are not alone. So you can actually move away from those people and find inner strength because your inner strength will be given to you from God. So a lot of it is about faith and you have to increase your faith. If you are a codependent person or you might just say, oh, I'm an extrovert. Uh, You know, people just throw out things as well. Oh, I'm an introvert. I'm an extrovert. Well, that actually probably isn't even that true. You probably just labeled yourself with that. Well, maybe you became an introvert because the people in your life are so toxic and you know, the only thing you could do was to go into a shell and get away from them. But that doesn't mean you were born to be an introvert. You became an introvert to protect yourself. But that doesn't mean you're an introvert. Get to know yourself. And people say, oh, I'm an extrovert, I need loads of people. Well, you could be codependent. <laughs> you know, I'm not being critical. I'm laughing in a way because I had issues like that, codependency issues. And um, I used to have loads of friends, I mean, so many, I mean, so many, I lost count. Um, but, But really, they weren't friends, they were just people, you know, that I had collected to make myself feel safe. So, I'm not like that today. So, as I'm saying, we can change. And you're not changing to be somebody else, you're changing to be the real you, who has peace and joy and chooses healthy relationships. So this episode is about staying on track. So for this, I would say, where you should start is by getting aware now and centered in yourself. You've done a lot of the work if you followed and um how where are you? And can you get centered now just as we're, as you're listening? And just come to yourself now and where are you at and let all those fears leave you. Just let them go. Forget about all those fears and say, Well, Will I, am I willing to make a commitment to my healing journey or to my recovery? (coughs) I'm going to use the word, I do use the word recovery a lot. So, intermittently, even healing and recovery. Healing can be uh, one thing, but to me they're very similar. But the word recovery is usually used nowadays in, in the area of addictions. Okay, so people are, they use that word, recovering from alcohol, recovering from drugs, sex addiction, pornography, whatever, Uh, shopping, (laughs) codependency, that's also an addiction. But all these things are recovery and healing. So healing and recovery, uh, you can use either one, it really doesn't matter. So in this episode, what I just want you to do is to make a commitment to the healing journey that you are willing and ready to heal. And so what is healing? Well, it's about you getting more peace, intimacy with yourself and God, and from that space to be able to go out into the world and give from a pure heart and a healed heart. (laughs) But essentially, all of this is about maturity, And even myself in that episode that happened here, (laughs) or incident or whatever happened to me here, that God, um, I think it was more maturity for me as well. That season I went through here in the UK, it was about maturity. So essentially healing our emotions is about maturing. The whole path to recovery is about reaching maturity. Most people are immature and that's where the problems are. And the immaturity is also pride and ego and me and everything's about me. <laughs> that's a big problem. So essentially healing our emotions is all about growing up. And this means taking personal responsibility for our lives. So what does this mean taking personal responsibility for our lives let's just break it down um so if you are going to make a commitment now to your healing journey what are you actually making a commitment to let me help you um and you can think about it are you willing to change are you willing to be a different person than you are today you could be on the more dominant side of the spectrum where You know, you feel you have to be the one in charge all the time, in control all the time. You could even be a little on the critical side. And you might be on the other side where you are, oh, I'm an introvert and, you know, everybody's just going to hurt me and I'm not going out because, you know, I'm depressed and if I go out, they just criticize me. Well, we also need to take personal responsibility for that, that we're not showing up in the world taking up your space. God tells us to take our place in society. So shying away, protecting ourselves, isn't healing, but it was a very wise thing to do. So don't get me wrong, it was a coping mechanism for many years. If you grew up in a childhood in a household that was damaging or you're in a marriage that was abusive, well, then maybe you had to go into your shell to protect yourself, but maybe you were moving on from that and now you're willing willing and ready to expand and to open up. And though the key to this is to get yourself into the right recovery circles, healing circles around safe people who will allow you to be you without the criticism, without the dominance, And that you can breathe again and move into a life of healing. So what does it mean to take personal responsibility? So it means no blaming. So don't blame others anymore. Maybe in the past you did have someone to blame, but you can let that go now. No more blaming. Take care of your own emotions. Have self-control. Contain your emotions. So that doesn't mean you're going to change overnight but if you're getting triggered by people and you're losing your temper easily, snapping back at difficult people, well, then maybe you need to write that in your journal. And who is it that's actually in your life that is causing you to get a reaction? And is that person good for you? And if it's your, huh, could it be someone close to you and you say, oh, it's my mother, what am I supposed to do? It's my mother, I, I love my mother. Well if it is your mother or someone close to you but well, then you might have to set boundaries with that person if they are not respecting you so it comes down to awareness who are the people that are triggering you and you want to learn to live in calmness and peace and removing the drama it's a long journey if you've been in it and some people love drama So if you're one of those people, you've got to ask yourself, why are you addicted to drama? And if you are a person who's not a a drama person, but you're surrounded by people who are into drama, why are you hanging around them? So you have to ask yourself these questions all the time. Look at the circle of friends that you've accumulated or not accumulated and what's going on and who do you like and who you don't like. You have to actually do all this as an adult. If you find yourself not feeling satisfied in life. Other things. Helping and serving in the community. So it's good to go to church and offer to help in the church. Yeah, I'm a bit depressed or, oh, I don't feel like it. Well, it'll be good for you to serve others. So to volunteer, to help a neighbor. To do something for your mother or father if they're needing help at home. Anything. Uh, Develop an attitude of gratitude. So don't be complaining all the time. Give up complaining. Try to develop an attitude of gratitude and joy. Don't be so miserable if you're a miserable person. Has anyone ever told you you're miserable? Not very nice to be told. But if you are, then maybe it's time to change. Expand your idea of God. People have a very small idea of God. You want to expand that as God of joy, hope, faith, love. Open your mind to the God of love. It's you that closes it. You, me, we all do. Grow in your relationship with God. Develop your relationship with God. How do you do it? Read the Bible. Read spiritual books. Listen to pastors online. Go to church. Talk to other Christians many things. Meditate. And cultivate humility. Humility is very, uh, (laughs) it's hard to find nowadays. And uh, some people think, oh, that person's just like that, you know. They're just nice and quiet all the time. They're just, that's just the way they were born. You hear people, it always makes me laugh when people talk about their mother years ago. Oh, my mother was the salt of the earth. She was just such a good woman, you know. And so she didn't cultivate it. I'm sure she got angry and annoyed and frustrated with everybody and her life was hard. She had to cultivate that attitude. So if you had a gracious mother... You can be sure she had to work on it like every human being. So we have to cultivate humility. There's so much pride and arrogance out there today. So we have to work on it, all of us. Think of others as more important than yourself. (laughs) Even when I read that, it's like, oh gosh, I do forget that. But that's actually what the Bible tells us to do. And sometimes I listen to my own podcasts and my own writing and I have to be really careful that my message does not get mixed up. Because I do tell people, you know, don't be too nice to abusive people. Don't be all people pleasing all the time. Don't be, you know, falling over trying to please, um, you know, narcissistic people. But I don't want people to think that I want us to take the place of getting one up on someone because that is not what we're trying to do i am talking to people who have been just so pushed down by the wrong abusive people that just to get onto the balance of ground level is where i want to try and get some people to so we're not supposed to move from a really low self-esteem to arrogance so let us not go the other end of the spectrum but although um sometimes for people with codependency and low self-esteem issues and I've had them myself and and uh, you know some of the abusive people that I've met would actually like they'd actually tell you that you weren't very nice you know they tell you weren't a nice person so if you were to believe it then (laughs) you'd never grow so you have to get away from those people who don't encourage you or whatever so all I'm saying is You've got to, um, you want to grow healthy, secure in yourself while at the same time keeping that integrity and humility. It's a fine balance. Um, but as I'm saying with somebody who is really downtrodden or codependent, we, I'm saying we, because I've been there, I've been down the rock bottom so many times, uh, we have to actually override we have to go way over the other side first in order to get the balance because we've been so far on one side of the spectrum, so we have to go way over the other side of learning to be selfish because we we were people pleasers and giving and giving and giving, so selfishness was really actually difficult for us, so we get all the guilt and everything when we're selfish because You know, we've been conditioned to be codependent. So that means give, 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 give. So we have to really train ourselves to be a little bit more selfish. But we people like that who suffer with codependency and that type of personality, you needn't worry because you won't be selfish because it's not in your nature. Your nature is more to help people, but you need to get the balance right. Okay so what actions can you take in order to keep going on the journey because I'm looking at the time now it's 28 minutes and I don't like to go too long with the podcasts so what takeaways can we have about this well I'd say in order to continue keep taking personal inventory of your life look at yourself look at you how you are with people you know how can you improve your relationships how can you set boundaries with people i'm going to do more work on boundaries so um Don't worry if you don't know much about that. I will definitely be doing more work about that. Um, Continue that. Keep your diary if you can. Reflect on how you're doing. Do you think you're progressing? Are you going back? I thought I was doing pretty well, and then I came to the UK, and bang, I hit a wall. So, eh, okay. I didn't know that was coming. (laughs) That was good. It's, you know. But it's good to be aware. Find a supportive community, journal, and remember that this is about learning to love. That's what it's all about. Love requires growth, and growth requires dying to the self, a little at a time. So, we're all dying to ourselves on the healing journey, and that's what it's about. It's about us as Christians to become more Christ-like. And if anyone died to themselves, Christ did. And he didn't even need to because he was so perfect. So if he could uh, lay down his life for his friends and he never sinned. Imagine. So our role model was perfect, never sinned and uh, laid down his life. Died for us, for you and me. That's our role model. That's who we follow. So we, should, we shouldn't find it too hard when that's our role model. So when you think about John the Baptist in John 3.30, he said, he must become greater and I must become less. So Christ must become greater in me and I must become less. At the beginning, I'm sure new Christians think that's very strange, but the longer you go on, the more you just desire it. Oh, less of me, Lord, please. (laughs) You know, please, because, you know, we just, we are so into the self. So, um, I'm going to leave it at that tonight. So, that wraps up the three steps of transformation. So, now you are transformed and more Christ-like, I wish, but there you go. But they are the steps. And those steps will keep you going for your whole life. You just have to recycle them. (laughs) go round and round and round that's how it goes we just keep doing it over and over again that's what it is recovery ask anybody in a recovery program somebody who's in they're amazing those people in recovery programs they just say oh we just have to keep doing it over and over again well it's true and that's how we change and so from here on in is continual growth and more healing but you are on the path now I hope. <laughs> Please leave a comment below if you want to make that commitment and to be accountable. Say, I am going to make a commitment to my healing journey and I'm going to write it here now, Orla, and I'm going to put it on your podcast so that it's there on the internet. So uh, I hope you do i hope you make that commitment to your journey i hope you do it's brought me a lot of peace and joy in my life i still have problems as i've just told you um doesn't mean we'll always have problems life is like that we're living in a fallen world but thankfully god will use it and he will use it to refine us um so we can be thankful for everything even if it's hard and um so that's it from now on i will just be writing things that will be useful for people uh, newsletters anything that's useful that i've used over the years have helped me and podcasts of if i meet people who might want to share their journey also i am not um, uh, i'm not inviting people all the time if I meet someone and I feel they're the right person I'll definitely interview them like Cameron was really good as uh, someone I just felt in my spirit would be a great person to interview and she was so I was happy about that and thank you Cameron if you're listening to this and um, I want to share things about boundaries um, there's so much about that it's very important it's also very important for everybody and it's a good way to respect ourselves and to respect others um so i think that's all so i wish you every success on your journey in life but i also wish for peace and that you too will decide to embark on this journey of dying to self and becoming more christ-like so i leave it at that now god bless and thank you for listening